Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those who don't identify as either, you are listening to Ratchet and Respectable. I'm exhausted. And I spent the whole day in the house yesterday. I'm recording this on Friday evening. Like, I intentionally didn't schedule anything just so I could just lay down. Literally, since, like, the hour I arrived back in America, I feel like I've been ripping and running In the truck on the way from the airport, I was on the phone booking tickets to all this stuff this week, this weekend, and next week. Then I was making travel plans for New York. I'm supposed to be hosting this brunch so I can see all of my friends at once. I've been coordinating that, and I've been trying to order all this stuff so I'm equipped when I get back to Ghana. I've been trying to see all my friends. I tried to arrange a big brunch in D.C. so I could see all my friends at once. And basically they were like, no, like you've been gone for nine months. You're going to see us one on one. I mean, after we do one on one, then we can get together for a bigger brunch. But like people are like, no, I need I need me time. So I've been trying to schedule all this stuff. Like sometimes it's two a days, lunch with one friend, drinks or dinner with another I've been trying to do breakfast at like seven and eight a.m. with other folks. Like it's it's a lot. And I'm no complaints. No complaints whatsoever. I'm very happy to see everyone. 
I'm just like exhausted. So whenever I'm at the house, like I'm in the bed. But it's been good. Home has been very good to me so far. I've gotten most of my appointments done. I still have a few more. I look pulled back together again. I'm still adjusting to my new hair. The stylist did exactly what I asked her to do. I hadn't had a trim in 15 months and my ends were feral. They were burnt up either by the sun or someone pointed out, they were like, you know, you get braids a lot. And they were like, when they dip your braids in that boiling water, they're burning your hair. That's part of the reason that you might be getting like the split ends so bad. And I was like, oh dear God, I never even thought of that before. The stylist did exactly what I asked her to do. I was like, take off all this raggedy hair. I don't want to keep length, but have raggedy ends. I want to have healthy hair. And my curls looked like it. Like I had a bunch of hair, but the curls weren't looking really uniform because the ends were so bad. So she took off the hair and I still, when it's straight, have a bunch of hair. But when it's curly, especially like she steamed my hair. So it's super hydrated. So it's super curly. It's just not giving the bigness that I was used to. It's giving, I keep telling all my friends, I'm like, oh my God, I'm bald. She scalped me. And God bless my friends. They're just like, I'm, we're not, I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. You have a head full of hair. I do. And at the same time, I'm just used to like, you know, massive hair. And now it's just like medium big. To me, I fully understand this is a perception thing. But I was like, yo, I think I'm about to go weave my hair up so I can have big hair again. I know that sounds insane. I'm fully aware. And, and still, it looks really pretty. A friend took a picture of me today and it's actually, it's beautiful hair. I'm just, you know, big hair. I'm still adjusting. But yeah, but like I've been meeting with all my friends and it's, you know, somebody asked me the other day, people ask all kinds of questions. Some of them can get very projecty sometimes. And I'm like, I've never said that. Like, why would you even think that? But this woman asked and she was like, you must get so lonely when you're overseas. Like, what do you do about the loneliness? And I was like, "Mm, the most part, I don't get lonely. I mean, I'm alone depending on what country I'm in. I have bigger friend circles in some countries more than others. But for the most part, like I don't get any more quote unquote lonely than I did when I lived in America. Even when I was, you know, cohabitating with someone else, like I still had lonely moments, even when someone else was like literally in the house with me. Even when I was living with my parents for a while, like there were still lonely moments, even though I wasn't quote unquote alone. But yeah, like I'm alone but I'm not necessarily lonely. When I want to talk to my friends, I just call them. My regular phone, my regular iPhone, you don't have to dial a special number. Like I have WhatsApp, but that's mostly to communicate with my international friends. Like my SIM card works overseas. You don't have to dial anything special. You just call me. The rare moments that I have felt lonely is mostly because of the time zone. Sometimes I'm up at like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and I want to text somebody. But if they live in America, it's an indecent hour to send a text. So I just got to wait till the afternoon. But otherwise, like, no. And I tell you this to say this. Like, I talk to my friends and family, like, all the time. Like, whenever I want. It's an ongoing conversation. Like, I'm still in all the group chats that I was in in America. I just, sometimes I don't respond in a timely fashion because of the time zone. But otherwise, like, no, I still feel very much connected. The one thing I have been finding, though, my friends have saved some tea. Or maybe just not told me. They were like, oh, some conversations need to be had in person. But they've just been filling me in on things that I was like, girl, what? This exit was, I left in February. It's October. If it's enough time to like create a whole new life, surely it's enough time to like 
turn one around for better or for worse. But yeah, people have been bringing me up to date and I'm just like, all this I missed? All this? Yeah. I could deal with all the adult stuff. Missing out on the adult stuff is fine. The thing that really gets me is like my friend's kids. I hung out one of my friends today and her daughter is four. I met her mother and she was newly pregnant because she wasn't even showing. But missing months, missing nine months in the development of a four-year-old, it's like a whole different person. The crazy part is like she remembers me. Because I feel like at four, nine months is, you know, almost a fourth of your life. But no, but she remembers little details about me. Every time I hang out with her and I go to her parents' house and she's like obsessed with bubbles still because she asked me about it today. I was sitting in the backyard talking to her mom and I would blow bubbles for her for like, I mean, literally hours. I would blow the bubbles and she would chase them around and then I think she's bored and she's like, more, more. But I've done that multiple times and I haven't seen her in nine months. And so I, I expected to have to like reintroduce myself And then she was like, she asked me something and her mom was like, you remember auntie, auntie used to, she was like, auntie used to blow the bubbles. And I was like, oh, my heart melted. It's the most beautiful kid. Oh, she's such a beautiful kid and sweet and smart. And now she writes, like, she was like, how do you spell your name? And I'm looking at her because I'm like, "I, I remember when you couldn't talk, like, and now you're asking me questions, like you're, you're giving full sentences. That's what we are now. And then, like, she, I spelled it. I spelled Demi for her. And then she, like, wrote it out and handed it to me. And I was like, you can hold a pen? Like, just... (laughs) That's what I mean with kids. Like, you miss the in-between stages. Like, I remember when the girl couldn't sit up on her own. Now she's, like, holding a pen and, like, running around and, like, picking flowers and on her iPad and making, like, random observations. Like, she has this photo album. And she was swiping through the pictures, showing me pictures of herself when she was a baby. And I was like, you're four. You're still a baby. But she corrected me. And she was like, I am not a baby. I am a big girl. And I was like, yes. Yes, you are. (sighs) My other friend, I tried to get her to bring her kids to brunch. And she was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is adult time. Mama needs a drink. It's like, okay. (laughs) Oh, home is good. It's the little things that I miss. I've been eating copious amounts of seafood despite being allergic to seafood. This is going to have to come to an end at some point because it used to be just when I would eat seafood, the bottom of my feet would itch. And I was like, fine, I can deal with that. That's not the end of the world. But like the sides of my lip have started to swell the last two times I've had shellfish. And I was like, damn, damn, it's getting worse. This is very ungood. It feels weird being home. I'm just not used to it anymore. It's very familiar, but very unfamiliar at the same time. Like I drive through parts of the city and there are buildings that didn't exist when I was here nine months ago. And I used to know this city because I mean, I grew up here, you know, but like, you know, I don't know the names of streets. I just know like you make a right at the gas station or you just you just drive it and it feels like, oh, this is the time where you make a right. And I and I do. And that's how I get everywhere. But it's like places that used to exist and existed forever are like no longer there. Like I was driving down 50. I guess it was the Wendy's like right by Florida Avenue. And it's just like it's it's a hole in the ground right now. Like they just raised the whole restaurant. And I'm like, wait, what? It's like an institution. And then now it's gone. The city is changing so much. The Black people are, like, missing. I'm like, I, just D.C. has been officially gentrified. 
Like I was sitting outside. Did I tell you this? This was on Monday. I probably shared it on Tuesday's episode, but it really just like tripped me out. Like I was sitting on a patio with my friend eating Mexican food at Union Market and like everybody that walked by was white. And I was like, this used to be like where all the meatpacking was. Like it was blackity, black, black, black. And now it's like white as fuck. I was over there earlier today with one of my friends. We were sitting outside and there was like maybe five, six, seven black people that passed by. I mean, an amount you could count in D.C. That's so crazy. It's good to be home. I've read this book. I wish I could remember the name of it, but I've read it before I moved to L.A. And it was talking about how when you make big leaps in your life, you're not upsetting, but disrupting your energy. And in disrupting your energy, you're disrupting the energy of people around you, especially people who rely on your energy. And it was explaining well-meaning people, people who care, people who love you, people who really do have your best interest in heart can sometimes respond by trying to put you back into the energy that they're familiar with. I remember moving to LA, there were all these disruptions and distractions that came up at the last minute. You know, everything from mover situations to, you know, people wanting to like declare their undying love, love to job offers that suddenly came out of nowhere. Same thing happened when I went to Ghana. Stuff just came out of nowhere, like distractions really, that really seriously made me contemplate staying in America and not going. Like I had an amazing job offer and I was like, no. Another declaration of undying love, but nothing to back it up. Just the declaration, just words, really. And I was like, no, I'm I'm getting on the plane. But I've been home like a week and I already feel like the distractions is not the right word. That makes it sound, I think, negative. But, you know, just, I don't know, people making offers that are hard to refuse. Like, oh, you're back, like you're back back. You know, do you want to host this and we can sponsor this and we can do this? It's like people are throwing dream shit at me that makes me contemplate, you know, getting on the plane again. Yeah. I've already pushed my flight back once, but I'm I'm going back before November. I might not get on the flight that I currently have booked, but I'm going before November. <sighs> life, life, life is lifing. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What do we have going on this week? There's not a lot of drama this week. I mean, other than Drake. And as far as Drake goes, I mean, it's terrible, but it's like, I don't think this is the worst Drake has done. The hiding the child thing. You are hiding a child. He really had no obligation whatsoever to tell us that he was having a child. It was kind of fucked up that Pusha T put his information out like that. But nevertheless, nevertheless, Drake dropped a new album, which some people would call Good Black News. I'm not the biggest Drake friend. I listened to Nice For What. I listened to that on repeat for maybe like two weeks straight. I mean, like literally just that song. Like every time I would get in the car, I would put that song on and like play it on a loop. Like I loved it. Other than that, there's a couple other songs, but I'm not really the biggest Drake fan. But his new album, 
He dropped a song where he talks about Rihanna. I think he called Sex With Her Average. I'm Googling the song now. The new album is for all the dogs. I'm reading this on Vibe.com. It says Drake fans think he dissed Rihanna. Drizzy's latest effort dropped Friday, today, and sent social media into a frenzy. Fans pointed to tracks Fear of Heights and Virginia Beach as clear shots at Rihanna. On the intro to Fear of Heights, he repeatedly says Auntie, which happens to be Rihanna's 2016 album title. He allegedly clowns, quote, the average sex they had and claims her new boo can't leave her like he, like Drake did. These are the lyrics. Why they make it sound like I'm still hung up on you. That could never be. Gal can't run me. Better him than me. Better it's not me. I'm anti. I'm anti. Yeah, and the sex was average with you. Yeah, I'm anti because I had it with you. Okay, I'm auntie like your daddy's sister. Auntie like a family picture. And I had way badder bitches than you. Yeah, that man, he's still with you. He can't leave you. To me, that does sound like a clear Rihanna diss. And I was like, I'm just, I'm so baffled. Because like, even if you thought the sex was trash, like, sir, we, we remember, the North remembers how you used to act a whole fool over that woman. You were head over heels for Rihanna and she seemingly paid you no mind. I mean, maybe she gave you some like pity pussy or something at one point. But whatever she gave you, it was good enough that you still talking about it all these years later. Because this woman then moved on to a whole nother relationship and created two new humans with a whole new man who she's been with for a bop. Maybe it's true that the sex wasn't great, but there was something great about her because you still think about her. I don't know why men do this. And specifically, I don't know why Drake would do this after, like, say somebody like Irv Gotti did it with Ashanti and has been so badly publicly clowned by everybody. Sex shaming women was something men could really get away with. I mean, I don't know, probably pre-Me Too. But right now, you just look stupid and desperate. And like, why are you still talking about this woman's sex? And not even to the point that she's crossing your mind, but to the point that like in Gotti's case, you're making whole segments of a documentary about this woman who refused to participate. And not just about the music that she made. Like you want to talk about a relationship that nobody knew about. At least it wasn't public knowledge. It was rumored, but it wasn't ever confirmed. But now you're just out here like literally 20 years later, Irv Gotti was out here trying to tell the tea. And it was like, sir, sir, how long has it been? And you were married at the time? Like, what are you telling us, sir? Why are you telling us this? And mind you, he's had no relations with this woman in the last 20 years. I don't even think she speaks to him. After the way Irv Gotti got publicly dragged by everybody, I'm like, nigga, you're a bum. Shut up. Trying to brag about sex you had 20 years ago, sir, sir. Drake, sir, you saw this happen. You saw this play out. You saw how bad Irv got dragged and then you decided to like jump in here and talk about Rihanna. Do you not know that Rihanna is beloved? You, sir? You, sir? We've been tolerating you for a very long time. You're not beloved. Maybe because Future gets away with it. Future is... he. Future is an enigma. I don't know how he gets away with some of the stuff he does. Like the man has created like a whole football team's worth of children by a whole bunch of different mothers and it's still somehow like an icon in like incel circles. It's weird. Like, this is your king? Really? He talks about Sierra 24-7 despite her, you know, moving on, being whole married for like seven years with like two kids 
and pregnant with another. And he just he just can't seem to stop talking about her. People don't really go after future like that. Like women do. Women call it out. But men seem to see nothing wrong with, with future constantly mentioning Sierra. But they don't like it when Irv Gotti does it. Maybe they just don't like Irv Gotti. I don't think Drake is fully aware of his place in like the social capital marketplace. Like he's been doing a lot of like really corny shit lately. Like the hair with the clips, like the colored hairpins. Like Solange did it and it was a thing, but like Drake doing it, I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? This, this is weird. And then like posing with like all the bras that have been thrown on stage at his concerts. I'm like, you thought that was a flex. That shit just, I don't know. It was giving Jeepers Creepers. And then now this. It's like, I don't think you're really giving the cool factor that you think that you're conveying. Like it's, it's giving corny. And then trying to take a jab at Rihanna, like calling the sex average, like, oh, again, average sex, but you still talking about old girl. Something wasn't average. And again, the North remembers. He acted a whole fool over Rihanna. Like a whole googly eyed, giggly fool. And now you're dissing her? Why? Pourquoi? Why? That's not really good black news. I guess the album is, if you're a Drake fan. Somebody's a Drake fan. Because the albums always go number one. I'm just, I'm not a Drake fan. <sighs> Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Is there good black news? There is good black news. Hold on. I'm looking at my list. Deion Sanders is on the cover of Time. Who is this man's publicist? I'm genuinely serious because Dion is everywhere. I said this, I want to say like two weeks ago, because he was in the Apple commercial when Usher announced the Super Bowl. And I was like, how he end up in the Apple commercial? Because his publicist, his manager, somebody, he better be paying them folks good money because they're doing good work. Dion is really on the cover of Time magazine. He has good teeth. I'm looking at the picture right now. I think it might be veneers. It's excellent dental work. That's at least 100000 in the mouth. He could have good genetics, though, because I'm looking at the side ones. I don't know what they're called. Sides. You know, sometimes people get veneers and then all their teeth are like really like just straight at the bottom. And that's really just not how teeth exist in the mouth. Amazing teeth. That's what I'm trying to say. He can go on to give the dentist a raise, too. Those teeth are pretty. Real pretty. He's labeled on the cover of Time as the believer. How Deion Sanders is changing football forever. And then Time is touting the cover story about how Dion is, quote, turning Colorado into the biggest story in sports. I don't think I ever mentioned football on here. I mean, other than like just a passing conversation, unless we're discussing Dion Sanders. Good for him. He tickles me. In other sports news, Michael Jordan becomes the first professional athlete to make the Forbes 400 list. He is reportedly worth more than $3 billion, with a B, American USD, dollars and dineros. I'm reading this on Essence.com. It said, despite being a billionaire for nearly a decade, the NBA legend landed on the Forbes 400 list this year following the sale of the Charlotte Hornets in August for $3 billion. Again, billion with a B. 
in order to make the Forbes 400, your net worth needs to be at least $2.9 billion, with a B. Jordan makes the list along with Telsa CEO Elon Musk. I thought he sunk all his money into Twitter, X, whatever they're calling it. I don't be on there. I mean, he's losing billions left and right, but he had a lot of billions to begin with. So I guess he would still be there. Evidently, he's still there because he's still on the list. And then Jordan also makes the list with Amazon.com founder, Big Bezos, Jeff Bezos. He's been quiet lately. Watch him do some shit. Because every time I'd be like, oh, so-and-so's been quiet lately, a story drops. I don't wish nothing bad on the man. I just want to get a little drunk with you. Not too drunk. (laughs) I don't know why I committed that to memory. You know where that's from, right? When he was sending the text messages to his mistress and a newspaper published them, he told his mistress, currently his wife, I think, I don't want to get too drunk with you. Just a little drunk. <laughs> He's trying to have some tipsy time. Also in good black news this week, I guess this is good American news. It counts though, because I'm looking at the picture of Team USA, the women's gymnasts. There's six of them. Five of them are of color. Three black girls for sure. And I want to say two Asian girls. All pretty girls. All talented girls. All strong as shit girls. Those gymnasts are pure muscle. Simone Biles is a teeny tiny little thing, but she could probably kick the fuck out of you. And punch you. And maybe lift you, because her back is strong as hell, too. That's not the point. The point is, I'm reading this on ESPN, Team USA wins a record seventh consecutive team title at the Gymnastics World Championships. Congratulations to Team USA. There's a part of me that wants to go to the Olympics next year. It's in Paris, the current bedbug capital. I imagine they'll get the bed bug situation fixed and under control before the Olympics. I'm just concerned about, one, the crowds. Fashion Week in Paris, I mean, obviously, is a very, very big deal. But traffic was gridlocked. It was so bad. The Olympics is going to bring way more people than Fashion Week. Getting around is going to be ridiculous. And Paris's subway system, it's extensive. But they got, like, cute subway cars. New York has like a whole like fleet of subway cars when they come in. It's a long ass train. Like Paris, not so much. Like it's it's like it's like mini train size. And their rush hour, people be packed on them damn train. And the trains come like every minute or three minutes. I'm like, what's the workaround for the Olympics? And it's gonna be expensive as hell. Folks who traveled to see Usher got money. Cause hotels that usually were like two fifty a night were like seven hundred and fifty, eight hundred dollars because of fashion week. Like your good, good hotels, like $1,300, $1,600 a night. Crazy. That's not the point. The point is the Olympics is happening. And I've never been to the Olympics. And I do have it on my bucket list to go to the Olympics. And where better to go than one of my favorite cities? This is going to be expensive and crowded. Ugh. But there is no place I'm going to go see the Olympics that's not going to be expensive and crowded because it's, it's the Olympics. That's kind of what it is. But I want to go see the ladies flip in person. Track and field, like, I'm rooting for Shakari. Everything else, I'm all about the gymnastics. I really want to see it in person. Also, in more good Simone Biles news, I'm actually seeing this on The Shade Room. Simone Biles becomes the most decorated gymnast in history and the first female gymnast to win six all-around world titles. Yo, she's amazing. 34 medals. She strikes me as just a very sweet woman. She really could have cursed everybody out and and done so rightfully. 
But the fact that she has it is a testament, I think, to excellent character. Because Lord knows we, the public, deserve to be cursed out by her. Overdue for it. Also in good black news, congratulations to the Obamas. They just celebrated 31 years of marriage. That's beautiful. I had a conversation with a friend today. And she's been married for a while. She said she was talking to... um. God, I wish I could name who it is. It's somebody, it's a name you would recognize. But she was talking to a, a, a long married woman. I think the woman she was talking to has been married like 40 years or something. And so she was asking her, she's like, what is the secret to making marriage work? Like, how do you do it? And the woman just very simply told her, she said, you just don't file for divorce. And she was like, is that it? And she was like, I mean, pretty much. And she was like, I was expecting her to say, you know, I don't know, communication, prayer, distance, something. And she was like, no, you just don't get divorced. It's just that simple. It's like, oh. She also shared this other piece of advice. My friend shared it with me, so I'm sharing it with you. She said the purpose of marriage is not to be happy. The purpose of marriage is to make you better. And I've been rolling that around. And I was like, I mean, I hope that in the year of our Lord, 2023, people are still not getting married because they think that's the key to happiness. It's like, you can be happy, but that's not a guarantee. But I think it's the idea that, you know, you, you're you're in partnership with someone. You are a team player. In order for the team to work to the best of its abilities, it requires two people, you know, at least trying to be their best selves. Like sometimes as a single person, there are things that I can be very lax about. That if I was, you know, living in a house with someone else or in conjunction with someone else on a regular basis that I probably wouldn't do. Um, some bad habits. We're not going into what those are. But yeah, not to say that people who are married don't have flaws and all that. Just to say that, you know, if you're in a partnership that's working, you probably do have two people who are at least attempting, putting some effort forth to be the better version of themselves. Unfortunately, people don't always do that. And that's, I guess, why people end up divorced. One of the reasons. And absolutely not good black news at all. Jason Derulo, who I never paid any attention to and still don't. He's facing a lawsuit, but I'm going to go back to how I actually got my introduction to him. He is a huge singer, like international. I think he had a famous relationship. Again, never paid any attention to him until he was on Instagram. He posted this dick pic. It was more like an eggplant pic. Like he had his clothes on. He didn't just like put it out there like say Nelly. But he posted this picture and it was so... I found it personally alluring. I saw nothing wrong with the picture. I thought it was very lovely. But he's um, a very um, generously blessed man. And he had on these little shorts in this picture, little black shorts, not even like Speedos, just like like black boxer briefs, kind of. The picture was considered so provocative that Instagram banned it. And I was like, do you know the level of, of lewd, <laughs> vulgar, <laughs> shameless... <laughs> shit that i've seen on instagram and i was like of all things that got banned i'm looking at the picture right now i mean it's a lot i mean literally and figuratively i ain't personally think it deserved to be banned from instagram that said jason derulo is facing a lawsuit he was sued very recently by an aspiring singer who was signed to his label um she's suing him for quid pro quo sexual harassment intimidation and breach of contract I'm reading this story on Vulture.com. Her name is Amaza Gibson. She filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court on October 5th. She says working with Darulu left her with anxiety. She's traumatized. She said she dealt with inhumane work situations. 
She claims that when she was signed to Derulu's label, he has a Atlantic Records affiliated label, Future History. He made multiple sexual advances at her and then dropped her after she rejected him. Vulture has included a list of the allegations. The woman alleges Derulu informed her that if she wanted to be successful in the music industry, she would be required to partake in, quote, goat skin and fish scales. I've never heard of this before, but Vulture says it's a Haitian reference referring to conducting sex rituals, sacrificing a goat, goat blood, and doing cocaine. The court filing alleges that there was, quote, an explicit demand for sex in exchange for success, which was reinforced through Derulu's subsequent behavior. The woman alleges that when she finally gave in to an invitation for drinks from Derulu, he allegedly gave her an inappropriate amount of alcohol, despite the fact that she's not a big drinker. Mm -hmm. During a business trip to New York to meet Atlantic executives, another female artist suggested to the woman that she sleep with Derulu to advance her career. The woman said this confirmed her suspicions about Derulu's intentions. Other alleged incidents of hostility, still reading from Vulture, say Derulu charged at Gibson, raising his voice, and he refused to record with her. And her contract was terminated in September 2022. Mm-hmm. Am I normalizing this? That, like, you know, she doesn't drink and he's trying to give her a lot of alcohol. I mean, he's trying to get her drunk. I've been being prosecuted for that now. Derulu has responded to the claims. He said, quote, I wouldn't normally comment, but these claims are completely false and hurtful. He said, I stand against all forms of harassment and I remain supportive of anybody following their dreams. I've always strived to live my life in a positively impactful way. And that's why I sit here before you deeply offended by these defamatory claims. God bless. The woman, Gibson, is uh, is being represented by the same attorney who's heading Lizzo's sexual harassment lawsuit. Which one? Because aren't there two of them now? <sighs> oh, dear. This sounds so bad. I put nothing past men. The stuff that she's describing... Terrible as it is, it's pretty run-of-the-mill for the music industry as I know it. I mean, this is the light version, and I'm definitely not saying she shouldn't sue for it. If if what she alleges is true, it is wrong, and she absolutely deserves some sort of compensation. But also, and in addition to, not to negate anything that I just said, this is the most standard shit. And I'm glad that people are finally, like, calling it out for what it is, because this is how the music industry has operated. I mean, and this is the light version, but this is how the music industry has operated for years. And still... If he did this shit, I hope she gets some sort of compensation for it because enough. If you just want to have sex with a lady, just try to have sex with a lady. Don't sign her, Irv Gotti, and then try to, you know, harass her to death to get her to have sex with you. Like, come on. Is that the news for this week? There's not a lot going on. I mean, the kind of fair that we usually talk about. That means next week's going to be insane. Anytime there's a dry week, be like, oh, people want to act right. Like, always, the next week, people go crazy. Oh, dear. All right. That's the episode for this week. We'll be back on Tuesday and Friday, I think. We'll see. All right. Talk soon. Talk next week. All right. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.